But on pretzel day, well, I like pretzel day. Alrighty, welcome back to Pretzel Day, everyone. Here we are, Pretzel Day, and we are continuing our new series uh, in the year of 2022. And I think this is actually episode 10. Episode 10, really? This will be episode 10. Okay, yeah, love that. So uh, if you haven't caught on, what we're doing right now is we are simply reviewing every single character in the office. Tier list style. So we've got a bunch of tiers. We've got a list and we're stacking them in there. And, and you uh, might just think, oh, you know, this is just the, the main characters. No, we are literally doing pretty much everyone who gets any screen time and sometimes no screen time. Sometimes sometimes you just hear their voice. You hear their voice or you see them in the background. We're, we're reviewing literally everyone. So mm-hmm. quick review. Uh, we have seven positions here. Uh, lowest being scum, best being elite. Uh, we go scum, garbage, lame, mediocre, solid, upper class, and elite. And uh, check out our last episode to see where we put people. But um, it's yeah. pretty it's pretty fun. And as you listen to this, you will see who's in what categories if you did if you did miss the last episode. But um, yeah, go check it out. We did quite a few characters, so we're gonna just uh, we're gonna keep moving here. Here we go. Um, Roy. Roy Anderson. Roy Anderson. We see him right away, season one. He he actually sticks around pretty much till season nine. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, Roy. Well, it it really depends on your opinions on Pam, because Roy really doesn't treat Pam great. I honestly, I think Roy is a pretty decent character. <laughs> no, honestly. he's he's a good character. You know, he doesn't treat Pam great, sure, but he also didn't have his life together. We see later on in season nine, the guy starts a concrete business, finds a sweet lady. Oh yeah, learns the piano, Lauren. sings. Yep. Yeah. Marries Lauren. Yeah. Um, um, I put. I put. Um, it's safe to say he's a hard worker. Towards the end of the series. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you'd expect him to be the greatest husband, but I. I would honestly put Roy and Lauren. I'm gonna pair him up as a couple. As a solid, a solid character in the office. Solid. I, I don't know about Lauren. I don't know if that's fair. I mean, but what's Lauren? Did Lauren is Lauren Lame. Wife in season nine. Yeah. We know literally nothing about her. We we know that she thought he was taking boxing lessons. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Ro- uh, Lauren, I'd, I'd maybe put in mediocre or lame because we that's literally all we know about her. But Roy? I said Roy solid, Lauren mediocre. All right. Yeah. 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 Throw him in there. Yeah. All right. Roy, he's in there enough. You know, he, he gives you some laughs. I mean, it's pretty funny when he gets pepper sprayed by Dwight. And, yeah, that's a great episode. And throws a bunch of stuff at the bar because of the jet skis and Pam kissing Roy or let's, Pam kissing uh, Jim. All that let's, stuff. Uh, let's talk about the jet skis. Uh, Kenny. Kenny, Roy's brother. Kenny Anderson. You know, he's a he's a big boy. He, he is a big boy. He and he's very, to... very upset that he lost. Uh, yep. Jet ski money. He comes to Pam's art show. What even happened with the jet skis? Did he just have to sell them? He took a bath. So that means I think he bought them and they were junk or he sold them for way less than he bought them for. It doesn't really say, but whatever taking a bath means when you buy jet skis, <laughs> that's what happened to Kenny. Took a bath. I mean, the guy's a supportive brother. You know, Roy's having a tough night. He throws something and Kenny's just immediately down to like show well, his support. Well, they weren't down. They weren't wanting to go to the bar. Pam had to convince him and his brother to go to the bar. That's they were going to be like, oh, we just want to get drunk. And she's That's like, true. well, good. We're going to a bar. 
I'm not a huge fan of Kenny. I think he's a bit of a tool. He's I, th- I think he's garbage. Yeah, I think he's garbage too. Kenny. He comes in sixth place. He's no scum. He's no Pam and Kathy. But Val. he is garbage. Oh yeah, sorry. Pam and, and Val are in the scum column Kenny so far. A. Cool. Yeah, that was uh Kenny, you belong in the garbage category. You you know you're pretty insignificant and not very funny and you just throw a bunch of stuff at the bar. Yeah, and then spend all your just few money. Yep. Let's do um let's do Dan Gore and Craig. So these two guys are the uh uh Craig, I believe is Albany. Um, Albany branch manager and mm. Dan Gore is Buffalo. So Dan, I may have them backwards. One is Albany and one is Buffalo. The though. fat guy is Buffalo. Yeah, because he's Karen. I can't remember if it's Dan. If his name is, I think that's Dan. Yeah, D- Dan, the bigger guy. Yeah, Dan, who's just kind of si- so we're we're looking, Craig is the idiot. Craig, Craig is the Craig idiot. The who idiot. Says, remember, he says Craig at least the I idiot. didn't sleep with my boss in that yes. time when all the branch managers are meeting David Wallace. That's pretty much the only time we see. All of them there. All of them there. So I'm Josh Porter, Michael Scott, Dan, Craig. Yes. So Craig is the guy who uh, I just thought this was more of a meet and greet. <laughs> <laughs> he's just such an idiot, but he's funny. I mean, that's a funny moment. I think that's the only time we see him. Yeah, we see Dan. Yeah. At um, um, dinner. Uh, no. Uh, uh season three episode. The the house party. They've lost party. party yeah. Right. Um, we see him because Karen makes a joke that she dated. Yes, him. correct. So, so I'd give him. I put lame. Craig the idiot in. I that, solid, dude. Honestly, the solid. That's a yeah. hilarious. Like, it is a funny yeah, moment Craig. for sure. I mean, again, that's his only screen time, but that's like that's pretty hilarious. And then he outs Jan and Michael for sleeping together, which is pretty funny. And then and what's the other guy's name? Um, Dan. Dan, I'd put in lame, just because yeah. he's kind of. I, I don't see put him in garbage he just does nothing but i feel like i feel like remember when he's he's just standing there in that circle when they're at the david wallace's party i feel like it to be in garbage or scum you have to do something wrong lame i guess that fits lame you just kind of do nothing you know dan gore dan g yeah craig definitely belongs in solid though because that was a funny was a funny moment for him for sure all right who else do we got here let's do troy so Troy, oh man, a folk you you resemble a Falcon character, <laughs> um, Tolkien character. There it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Troy is the guy that tells Michael and Dwight not to take Ryan to the hospital because he's been doing <laughs> cocaine all night. Yeah, he also shows up, which is funny because he just meets Dwight at that night. At that club night. And then season nine, when Dwight is interviewing people for assistant regional manager. He's there. He's there. And he is Dwight's best friend. That's so funny. Part of that group, right? So I don't know what happens in between that with him and, and the boys there, but. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's kind of all we see of him. But <laughs> yeah. it, it does definitely give you a chuckle. It's Especially how I Dwight. I put him in mediocre. I put him in mediocre, yeah, too. Mediocre. Troy. Troy. Uh, don't take him to a hospital. And then he runs away. <laughs> Just like kind of funny so waddling away like a little uh, in our nose we have troy the hobbit the hobbit <laughs> dwight is so good. so do you have any special what does he say to him do you have any special uh powers yeah do you have any abilities ryan, ryan's like he's a pretty normal guy man <laughs> just defending him he's Why a numbers wizard though maybe we do ryan yeah let's get let's do ryan ryan howard we see him early on season one and he makes it he makes the distance i i want to say ryan's elite I love the character Ryan Howard. I think he has so many just like moments 
every time he's in the <laughs> he's in the picture, you just want to know what he's gonna do or say because he is always interesting. It's always either so retarded or so funny yeah. or so dumb or just like roasting someone. I mean, we were just talking about that um, that one scene where uh, Pam is and Jim are talking about what they would do if they won the lottery, and Pam's like, you know, I would buy a nice. Uh, uh, condo in Soho and Ryan's like Soho's mostly lost but okay yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I, I personally love how Ryan changes so much you know season one he's just like this totally normal guy yeah season two same thing season three same thing but then he gets hired at corporate goes on a power trip gets exposed for doubling the amount of sales on his website superpower crazy guy then he goes to prison <laughs> misleading the shareholders misleading or fraud corporate fraud <laughs> and then um he comes back from prison and he's just weird which honestly i think is hilarious because it's like what happened to you in prison and then he fakes a trip to thailand <laughs> works he, at a bowling alley he bleach he bleaches his hair somehow comes back to dunder mifflin because of michael scott paper company moves to um moves to where did kelly move uh it's a uh, she moves Miami, Miami, but not Miami, Florida. Not Miami, Florida. A different Miami. He moves there, then comes back for the wedding with a yep. kid named Drake. Yep. Never see Drake again. <laughs> and uh, then they run off into the sunset. He also I mean, comes along to Tallahassee it, it, and flirts with Aaron a lot. Oh, he six al- months. Oh, he God, also. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, he's also only is interested in short-term hookups. I I want to put Ryan Elite. I think his character arc is so good. That's fair. He is he is really funny. I, I was going to say maybe upper class, but you know what? He, he's better than Oscar and he's, Stanley. It's true. He yeah. is better than Todd Packer even. Um, yeah, Ryan's hilarious. He has lots of funny moments. Yeah, sure. There we go. We got three guys in Elite now. And Dwight, Nate, and Ryan. That's quite the list there. Um, let's go with uh, – all right, why don't we do his uh, counterpart there, Miss Kelly Kapoor. Kelly Kapoor, man. Kelly – uh, what's her middle name? Ro- uh, Rajnaganda. Rajnaganda Kapoor. <laughs> Man, Kelly honestly has some funny moments. She does. She I, slaps I, Michael and try my cookie cookie. <laughs> you know. And that's funny about her character arc too, is when she's in season one, she's not like she is in in the later oh, seasons. Yeah. But yeah. even even like season three and four, she's fairly normal. She's normal. She's she loves drama. And then later on, when she starts dating, what's that guy's name? The brown dude, Ravi. Ravi, and I don't know. She has she has funny moments. She literally says, "I'm not a slut," but who knows? She does funny things like, "Well, you better be committed because I'm pregnant." Like <laughs> yeah. all those moments, they're pretty funny. Yeah. When Michael says, "I wished for Kelly, uh, brain," yeah, and like she's she's just kind of this idiot. But honestly, I throw Kelly in upper class. Yeah, I was gonna say solid or upper class because yeah. honestly, almost every moment with Kelly, you kind of chuckle. Yeah, or one of my favorite. And I don't get annoyed with Kelly, to be honest. One of my Kelly's favorite moments with Kelly is when um, Jim decides to give raises to only the salesmen, and she's like, "What do you mean? How is that going to pay for Ryan's car?" (laughs) She's such an idiot, and it makes me laugh. So there you go. Kelly made it to upper class somehow. She, I think she's close to solid, but she has some good moments. Yeah, the power of a of a good side character. I'll tell you, it's true. Um. All right, let's uh, let's take her down a little bit. Um, Joe Bennett. 
Joe what Bennett. What do you think of Joe Bennett? I think she's hilarious. I mean, she's done a lot in her life. She's got her pilot license, even though she used to be uh, terribly afraid of flying. She's a uh, good friends with uh, Nancy Pelosi. She wrote a book. Um, you know, she definitely <laughs> understands. She definitely understands how to run a business. Yeah, I'd put her in at least solid. I think she's a solid character because I mean, just the way she treats Michael too. I yeah. I think it's. Like yeah, she snaps at him, but I mean she's just a CEO. That's I'd what say CEOs Joe. do. Yeah, Joe's solid. Joe's solid. I don't, I think that's kind of enough said. Like she just cares about the business and she doesn't run the business into the ground. And nope. she's just like she wants to expand. She sells printers. Yeah, and even when she like like right off the bat, um, when Michael is uh kind of complaining a little bit, and she's like, "Well, you can leave." Yeah. And she like yeah. she just doesn't like care, right? And then when she's obviously like doing the hiring thing and she delegates that to Jim and She's just an assertive woman. <laughs> there you go. Gabe's tall and thin and Kelly's short and strong doing an opposite <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, there you go. So Joe makes it to solid. I, I like Joe in the solid category there, actually. Yeah, me too. I think she's she fits well there. Joe Bennett. Um <laughs> Alright, so here's a few guys that you definitely probably haven't heard of. Oh boy. Philip and Philip, Michael, and Jerry. So they're all warehouse workers. Warehouse guys. So, so Michael is the guy who gave Michael a ri- Michael Scott a ride home in yeah. traffic for an hour, and Michael Scott doesn't know his name. Jerry is the guy who elbowed Dwight in the face during basketball. basketball. So he's the old guy. Dude, okay, Jerry's the nicest guy, though. He yeah. was so apologetic. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. You know, just like the genuinely nicest guy. <laughs> and then uh, Philip, I, I actually... He's just like a background worker. We looked him up. He he appears in like one episode. He he appears in basketball. Right. Like he's just playing. So I put Philip's garbage. Philip is garbage right there. Oh, no, no, because no? Philip didn't do anything wrong, so he's lame. Okay. You know, he's just kind of a, yeah. a nobody. Um, I think the guy who elbowed Dwight in the face is maybe mediocre. Mediocre. Because yeah. he's just a really nice guy. Jerry. He, he's really or he didn't elbow Dwight, he elbowed Michael. Um, but yeah, Jerry yeah, can sorry, go yeah. mediocre, and then Michael, the warehouse worker, lame. Yeah, lame. Just that was literally his only scene ever. So. And then uh, let's do a uh, Pudge. <laughs> pudge, you mean Madge? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I think Pudge? <laughs> hey, do you want me to leave? Michael literally <laughs> thinks he's a man. Uh. <laughs> I say mediocre. That's yeah. Pretty funny. Sure, mediocre. Madge. Yeah, because lame is like you're irrelevant, but you know, mediocre is like you had you had a a moment to make your viewers chuckle. So good job, Madge. Um, let's get these uh, let's just get these warehouse workers over with. Uh, Matt, Matt, Matt. I mean, this is annoying because Pam just I'm tries. I'm a huge fan of Matt. Pam just tries to hook them up because Pam hooks anyone up who is the same. You know, yeah. Oscar and Matt because they're gay. Uh, Kelly and Robbie because they're brown. You know, so uh, Matt's he's kind of weird. He doesn't really care about Oscar. We're not really sure about him. I put I put Matt in garbage to be. I honest. was gonna say either lame or garbage. Yeah, garbage, Matt. I mean, he shows up late to the bar night when everybody goes and hangs out there. So he's yeah, he's kind of garbage. We don't really care about Matt. Then we've got uh, Glenn. Glenn. G- Glenn, when he uh, comes into Daryl's office, I don't know what season this is, but he's like, "But to be mean, man," he's like. He's like six eight. He's like two hundred eighty pounds, and he's like yeah. complaining to Daryl that he's getting bullied in the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of random. I've <laughs> been lame. I mean, that guy's literally huge. I too. know. I what he's he's played in another show before. 
as just like some giant black bodyguard. <laughs> He's I'd put him in lame. Yeah, he's Glenn, just kind of irrelevant. Glenn, but he—he he, fair enough. He is there for he, pretty much the entire series. Do you remember what he does with the lotto money? I think he's one of the guys who starts the strip he, club on a boat. I thought he was the guy that went in with the Asian dude on the, on the energy drink I for think, gay people. Um, Hitatoshi no. Hasegawa. Yes. <laughs> Hitatoshi Hasegawa is a solid character. Yep. Oh, easily. In Japan, in Japan steady hands, steady hands. Yeah, he number one, list. number one. Um, but then he admits that he, you know, it wasn't an accident. He he killed the guy on purpose. Yaki, uh, yakisoba boss or yakuza boss. The guy, the guy's yakuza. committed murder. I don't really. I think yakuza is like some sort of Japanese game. Yes, but... it is. I said yakisoba, and that is definitely a Japanese noodle. Uh, okay, so we just put uh, what's his name? This is falling. Um. Hitotoshi Hasagawa. Yes, he's definitely a solid character. You know, he he goes fifty percent on making that energy drink for Asian homosexuals. Which um, I don't, I don't even know if he's actually gay, but I don't think so. Still just, kind of funny. I think he was just looking for a good market. Niche. Yeah, he's just you know he knows where the trends are going. Yep. Yep. So he was funny. You know, he's got steady hands, and I mean, he was a doctor, which is pretty impressive. Heart, too. Yeah, surgeon number one. There it is. Um, that's all the warehouse workers. Good. Yeah. Here's one that you guys uh, definitely won't know. Well, maybe you will. Gary. Who knows who Gary is? Gary. Gary. Well, I'll tell you where who Gary is. He only has one line. Well, he has a couple lines, but it's What's a phone call. What's his line here? His line is, hey. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. <laughs> so I was kind of confused as to who Gary was for a second, but, you know, the branch is closing, and Meredith is trying to find the guy who she made a deal with when the office closes down one day that she's going to, you know, do the deed. <laughs> By the end of the day, this Gary guy, hey, beautiful. <laughs> I heard the branch heard the was branch closing, closing down. Actually, yeah, it is. Can you meet me at my house in 20 minutes? <laughs> this guy's just some random dirtbag <laughs> who wants to sleep with Meredith. Uh, but honestly, that's pretty funny. So I'd put him above lame. Mediocre. Mediocre. Gary. Yeah. Gary gets to hang out with Madge and Jerry and... Troy seems and about right. Lauren and seems about right. Ben and yeah. Um. All right, let's do uh, let's do a big big dog. All right, who are we thinking here? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Well, I mean, let's let's get some uh, let's get some easy ones out of the way. Michael, Gary, wow, Scott. we're getting there. You really want to do Michael Gary Scott just in the middle of this podcast here? I think we just do. I think we put Michael up there. I All think right. We get his name on the board. I mean, obviously, Michael's elite. Yes. Obviously. Like, what can you even say about? Michael? I don't know. What's He's... your favorite? Mo- what's your favorite Michael moment? Okay, favorite heartwarming Michael moments. You know the moments that he has with Aaron, when he says, uh, when they first joke about how he's not your, he's not her father, and then he's like, the pizza oh. party one. Yeah, and then Aaron he sees that Lee Aaron party. realizes that she sees him as a father figure and then he just like he's just such a nice guy early on he's freaking hilarious like diversity day he's just so racist he's so sexist it's honestly so funny i don't know you could just go on and on and on about michael gary scott mgs (laughs) guy's a legend yeah i think one of my favorite episodes is when he's buying his condo (laughs) and he's just like 
backing out on it and he's like just being forced to sign this, this if you like... back out now you will lose seven thousand dollars <laughs> and the like... ceilings are lower where are all the hot people at? Then, as far as i'm concerned i am the best looking one here and he's like he he's showing the cameraman the house and he walks up to the wrong place yeah. <laughs> he's just and he says such stupid things oh i just love that he he makes the show everyone knows that yeah, michael gary scott so a... and i mean you'll love to see it how he just he falls in love with holly literally the second he sees her and just chases her all the way to season six and it's just he's the best he is top top two characters by far of the entire show yeah him and dwight yeah um let's do another big one let's do uh let's do uh mr andy bernard andrew bernard so we see andy bernard first time in season three once jim transfers to stanford connecticut he he's way funnier in the early seasons when he's like kind of a psychopath. Yeah, you know he punches a hole in the wall. He has ang- anger management. He absolutely gets destroyed by Dwight when Dwight uh, buys his SUV, his Xterra, his X Earth, X Earth off of him. He's hilarious. He honestly is so funny in season three. And uh, fun fact, my grad quote from high school yeah. was, "It's um, <laughs> oh shoot, it's um." Uh, I wish there was a way to know you were in the good old mm. days before you've actually left them. That's honestly a sweet quote. And, I mean, he says that so casually just at the end of the season. My grad quote was, am I a hero? I really can't say. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Office oh, grad quote. Right, right in the yearbook there. <laughs> but Andy, you know, he's hilarious. I honestly think he's an elite character. He, he gets pretty annoying, sure, in yeah. season eight when he goes on his boat trip. But the idea of him going on a boat trip is hilarious. Also, him dropping all his crap in the ocean while he's on FaceTime with everyone <laughs> yeah. is, is gold. And dropping a literal crap on David Wallace's car to burn his bridges. And uh, Iceman. <laughs> yeah. And how he calls Jim Tuna. He's just a funny guy. You're almost always laughing when Andy's around, and he's always singing. And the guy's a great singer. Great job, Ed Helms. Speaking as a former baby. <laughs> yeah. Daddy saw we. <laughs> <laughs> Andy saw we. Gotta stop speeding like a baby. Thank you, Mr. Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> I literally watched that episode today. Oh, man. So, yeah, Andy's easily an elite character. Sure, he gets annoying, but every character, almost every character has their annoying parts anyway. So, Well, well now that we're on the Bernard family train here, let's go all Walter and Ellen Bernard. Just the absolute worst parents in the century here. <laughs> I, uh, I would... Here's how I would do this. I would throw Walter Bernard in scum. Fair enough. I would throw L. Ellen Bernard in lame. In lame and yeah. I would throw Walter Jr. in mediocre. Yeah, I actually agree with that. Walter is a terrible dad who does not care about Andy, and you know, you hate to see it. There's enough uh, young men out there with daddy issues. So uh, <laughs> he's just a total douche to Andy and only loves Walter Jr. And then Ellen, you know, she's a su- kind of a supportive mother, but not really. But uh, Walter Jr.'s got his funny moments. Bye, Tuna. <laughs> Bye, Pam, to Phyllis and Meredith. And, and then he uh, says, you must be Pam. No, he says that to Phyllis. Yeah. Yeah, and then he says, you must be Pam to... She wishes. <laughs> yeah, Meredith comes in clutch. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Walter Jr.'s funny. He definitely has a moment. I mean, he goes on the boat with Andy, right? 
Um, yeah, he does. And uh, he's a funny guy. He's got a voice of an angel, too. He does. But I think, yeah, Walter Walter Bernard, scum. Ellen Bernard, you know, doesn't really do too much wrong. Lame. Yeah. And Walter Jr., mediocre. Let's do... Uh... Let's do Kendall. Kendall. Kendall is the HR rep from corporate. When and they are... uh, he gets mad at Holly on the phone a few times. Oh, right. So this dealing guy... with the issues of the office. This guy's properly. definitely a little corrupt. You know, he, he <laughs> finds out that Holly has a big problem with how Meredith is sleeping with a guy for state coupons and discounts on paper. But why the state coupons? <laughs> yeah. You know, when they give it to you and you just feel good about yourself. <laughs> We definitely have to do Meredith next, but Kendall, I mean, he clearly just cares about money. I'd put him in lame. Put him in garbage. Garbage. I don't he know, is a bit of a trash he bag. Holly I guess. Is like... That's true. Kendall. Yeah, the guy. You know, he doesn't doesn't care about breaking HR policies for company discounts. Yeah. Kind of a grease ball. Yeah. That leads us to Meredith. Yeah, he actually has to convince Holly that since the coupons or since the deals are good for the company, they're going to keep Meredith. Right. And then because Holly wanted to fire Meredith. So let's talk about Meredith. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I think Meredith is, is upper class. I was going to say upper class too. Yeah. Meredith is literally never rude to anyone. Like she's actually a bit of a gem. Of course, we go on to find out in Jeez. in season nine that she was getting her PhD, which I think is kind of dumb because it was really obvious that she wasn't getting her phd but she's just like i mean dwight really likes her because she can headbang to motorhead you know she always drives like she always offers her minivan to everyone just throwing full bags of chips out the window on the highway she's sure she's not a great mother because you know she's the mother of jakey who jakey becomes a, becomes a stripper um, at angela's bachelor party yep or bachelorette party but uh you know she's nice to everyone she doesn't even get that mad at stupid Pam when Pam blames Meredith for getting lice into the office. No, Meredith actually handles that very She's well. She's a gym. She just shaves her Takes head. Takes her out to a freaking bar and buys her a drink. Yeah, like, Meredith is honestly a super kind lady. Yeah. And she's just like, I mean, she even says it later on in, in season nine. She's like, I just wanted to be here so that, I forget what she says, but she says something nice to the people who, I don't know, seem like they think they're less in life or whatever, but. <laughs> great character upper class easily yeah upper class yeah um sadiq sadiq all right so we first see sadiq i think it was season four uh michael looks out the window and sees sadiq it uh, might be no earlier two. it's earlier because it be, it, yes he's with katie yes that's right and and sadiq comes to jim's party so that's season two it's actually after katie so yeah it's season two um michael looks out the window and sees sadiq walking into the office he's like, oh my god oh my god and then he runs out everybody turn off the lights oh turn them close the doors and then some michael are we in trouble shh <laughs> michael <laughs> me and the new it guy did not get off to a great start <laughs> michael immediately thinks sadiq is a terrorist which honestly, like, you just can't get away with stuff like that in modern day TV. I think, and then also Michael is like, "Oh, are you kidding me? This guy?" When uh, Sadiq shows up at um, Jim's uh, barbecue, and then the only other Sadiq moment is when Michael's trying to ask everyone what their religion is, and and Sadiq is like, "Well, if you want to lower me down to my religion, I'm Sikh, but I love hip hop music, and I'm also restoring a 1969 Corvette in my garage." And then Michael's like, "Okay, so one Sikh, <laughs> just like totally." avoids what he was this saying. This is the thing though. I don't act Michael makes Sadiq. That's true. There is 
every interaction that is funny is with Michael being racist, which is hilarious. Yeah. So I, I would I would put uh, yeah yeah that's yeah let's put Sadiq in mediocre because he's he, not lame because he's not irrelevant. Michael make Michael does make him really funny, so I'd push him into yeah the mediocre column. Because there's definitely some funny moments with Sadiq. How about uh, how about Devin? Devin, Devin, the guy that gets fired in season two episode instead Halloween of, instead of Creed, which was the best decision ever because it's Creed's true. Creed's a legend. But uh, yeah, Devin, I mean, he comes across as a bit of a d bag right away in put, season two. I honestly put Devin in garbage. Yeah, but then again, Dwight rehires him in season nine. I don't know why, though. Like, what did Devin do with his life for that nine years? It's true. We don't really know anything about him. He did nothing. But I don't think he did anything necessarily wrong. I mean, he fought for his job, and he did say Creed's an idiot, which <laughs> is kind of true. Or Creed is the smartest man ever because he's I'd, obviously playing the entire system. I'd put Devin in lame. Yeah. I, I don't really irrelevant. care where he goes, so either one works for me. Yeah. You know, I think I think AJ and and Devin belong in the same category. Yeah, I, I can get behind that when you put there it that you go. way. Devin, the guy who gets fired by Michael and on Halloween and season two. So this is an interesting one because I don't necessarily like this character. All right, but I love what he does. Who do we got? Frank. Frank. Oh, okay, Frank. <laughs> yeah. So we only see Frank in season nine. nine. He's a new warehouse worker, and he paints butts on Pam's stupid mural that she thinks butts is so good. Butts are funny. Butts are funny. And uh, he obviously disrespects stupid Pam and her lack of actual skill and art. And just her really bad mural. I mean... And her bad attitude and her I'm better than you attitude. Yeah. Uh, so Frank paints butts on Pam's mural, and Pam freaks out, and it's super cringy. And then Pam, you know, paints... Um, butts on on Frank's truck. The other thing is, I don't. I also don't like Frank. You know, he, you because, can tell he's a bit of a diva. and like like Pam's um, revenge was actually not that bad because like it was like just kind of a it was an oil based paint too, so it could come off. But I mean, Frank didn't know that. Yeah, but but it was right. That was kind of the point of it. Yeah. So I'd put Frank in garbage. Yeah, he's not. Scum. Frank kind of sucks to be honest. But I just you know he's just like. Yeah, I don't know, Frank. Yeah, I mean, good on you for drawing butts on on Pam's crappy uh, mural. But if it was know. anyone else's mural, we'd probably put him in scum. But it was Pam's mural, so he's garbage. <laughs> good job, Frank. Um, Rolando, Rolando. Okay, honestly, is Rolando gay? I yeah, he asked me. Like he he's a receptionist at a paper company. The guys Utica, be. Utica. Right, yeah, he's he's Karen Filippelli's uh, receptionist. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we don't really go into that, but he he seems a little he he swings that way, if you know what I mean. A little, little flamboyant. Yeah, he he's gay. Yeah, but um, he sticks around at Dunroom Mifflin for a long time. I think. I don't know. I put him in lame. He seems a little sassy because when Michael and Pam show up, he's like, "Hi, you're late." You know, like yeah. calm down, Rolando. I'd put him in lame. Yeah. He's irrelevant. Yeah. Rolando. Strange. Easy. Easy lame. Um, Clark. Oh, man. Okay. This is what baffles me about Clark. And I mean Clark and Pete because they both just show up in, in season Let's nine. Let's do Clark and Pete. Okay. These guys. Like, how many characters that are introduced in the later seasons can you really be like, wow, 
Those guys are actually hilarious. Yeah. These guys come in season nine, episode one, and just make a splash into the show. They they carry Clark. I think Clark carries season nine. I w- if I was putting them right now, and we'll kind of talk about this a little more, but I would put Pete upper class, Clark elite. Wow. Because I think Clark is absolutely hilarious. I would. I was gonna say Clark upper class and Pete solid. I don't know if they what. Even, I don't know if they deserve elite. Oh, the Clark is so freaking. He's just like. I mean, he is hilarious. He's got really good moments, especially when him and Dwight go to that suit store and try to sell them paper and like yeah. when he's like trying, he's trying to seduce to Aaron seduce Aaron he's definitely he walks on the tightrope and he says he's always been good with balance he's he is really funny he goes and sleeps with the white whale Jan yeah and uh you know yeah I, I could do I wouldn't put either of them in solid I would put either both in upper class or bump one of them up is but, Pete really upper class yeah though? maybe Pete's solid like Pete but sure. I don't I, I don't know if he's yeah you know what Sure, Pete. Karen, is, Robert California, Pete. Like he get, he's a really good guy to Aaron, and he has that funny moment when Andy hires Pete's ex girlfriend, and like he's got that funny moment. But other than that, he's just kind of like a a funny, nice guy to Aaron. And the only funny things are Andy makes him funny. Yeah. But you know, I'd put Pete in solid and Clark in upper class. Yeah, yeah let's do that. That sounds good to Clark me. Clark definitely is funnier than Pete. Oh my gosh. So upper class we have Stanley, Todd Packer, Oscar, is that Kelly? Yeah. Um David Wallace, Meredith and Clark and then solid we have Robert California, Karen, Hunter, Roy, Pete, Craig, Joe Bennett and Hidashi Masaganya, whatever his name is. Yeah, <laughs> that, that feels right. That feels right. Yeah, it does. Um okay, we got rid of two big ones. All right, so I guess we did two big ones. So let's go to two um, absolute no names. You want to do uh, CC Halpert? Let's do. Um, <laughs> let's save that. All right, all right. Let's save that because we'll do that when we do Jim. Okay. Let's do um, Jordan Garfield. <laughs> Jordan Garfield only shows up when D'Angelo Vickers I is actually, the manager. I actually kind of like Jordan because that part where she's talking with Creed. <laughs> And she's she's writing down Creed's made up language. Oh yeah, he's like, "Can you tell me what language this is?" Hawa, iwa, kachuai. And she's just standing there, like writing it down, and she's just going with it. I actually, yeah. like Jordan's a pretty solid character. I think I'd put in mediocre. Mediocre. She's definitely not lame, <laughs> but she's definitely not like Sadiq or Elizabeth. So you're saying she's solid? Well, I mean that's I mean, like her only hit, moment. You know, she. Ha, ha, yeah, it is really. I guess so. Yeah, maybe mediocre. Troy. I mean, Troy's in mediocre, and yeah. Troy and Jordan, I feel like, yeah. are having... Danny Cordray. Yeah. I mean, that is definitely a funny moment. She's just trying to, you know, do her job. And and she only gets hired because she's a woman, because D'Angelo is being accused of being sexist, so that's pretty funny. Um, Stephanie. Stephanie. She's the... Um, Saber receptionist who Dwight comes in yes. to interview for uh, VP or something. I like Stephanie. She's like, she's so cheering on Dwight the whole time. I hope, I'm glad you're on our side. <laughs> yeah. She's just kind of this, she reminds me of Aaron a little bit. She's just like quirky and random. Yeah. I'd put her in maybe even mediocre. I'd put her in mediocre. I think just because of that one moment where we yeah. see her, she belongs to mediocre, not lame. Stephanie, the, the saber receptionist that's so funny out in Florida. Just such a random character in there. Um, Who else do we got here? 
We can go a couple more here. Um, We're at 35 minutes. Maybe, maybe, maybe three more. Sure. Let's do. Um, I think I think we do this one for Michael Scott. All right. And we throw. Who are we throwing in scum here? Oh yeah, I think yeah. we throw Toby and scum. We just threw Toby and scum. I mean, that's obvious. Toby's a scumbag. He's a he's a total scum. Um, he likes Pam, which immediately throws him to scum. I don't really understand that. Yeah. He dated a lady, or he was married. Uh, he he left Catholic Catholic school because he wanted to have sex with his ex wife. <laughs> um, the guy is the most monotone guy you could ever listen to. He has a brother named Rory. Rory, Rory Flanderson, uh, <laughs> who lives in Colorado. Yeah, who makes? But, uh, he's gonna give uh, Michael Scott a jar of uh, jelly. Yeah. Anyway, Toby's the worst. We don't really need to go into Toby much, but he sucks. He's just an idiot. He ruins everything. He kills Michael's vibe ninety nine percent of the time. He breaks his neck in Costa Rica. Like, how do you manage that, buddy? <laughs> and then he gets his neck broken again by the scranton strangler yeah so the guy's a mess we hate you toby almost as much as pam yeah you're you're still in scum though you're still a scumbag yep. you're about the same level as walter bernard yeah so the only people we have in scum right now are pam val walter bernard and toby that's if you don't agree with that you're crazy um two more let's do um let's do katie Katie, season season one and season two. Uh, Episode yeah. Hot Girl is when we first see her. Yeah. And I mean, that's pretty funny. You know, Michael immediately sees her and Dwight. Um, she's I, pretty I normal really like, in season one. I don't one. really like Katie, but... She dates Jim. She's a cheerleader. Roy really has a fancy for her. <laughs> yeah. I'd put, I'd put her in... I'd put her in lame. lame. Yeah. She's just kind of random... She's like a high lame. Like, she's almost mediocre. Yeah, she doesn't do really anything that I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, you know, she's just kind of cool. like this random girl who's trying to make a living who dates Jim, and that's really all she does. And she gets hit on by Dwight and Michael and kind of Roy. <laughs> should we just should we just smash out this last episode with all the Halperts? The Halperts? All right, I'm down. All right, so we'll save we'll save the best for last. But let's sure. go uh, Helene and William. Oh, no, no, sorry. Not Helene. Um, to- uh, Thomas. No, Gerald and Betsy. So this is Jim's parents. We see them two times in the entire series. Yeah. Lame. Yeah. Just straight up. Yeah. We literally, that's it. Lame. I'm going to put Mr. and Mrs. Halpert. Halpert. They seem like nice people, and they stay married, unlike Pam's stupid parents. But, um, yep, great. So now we're on to Cece. No, let's do Thomas and Peter Halpert. Oh, yeah. Jim's brothers. I'm honestly going to say garbage. Really? I don't like I was going to say mediocre. I think they're just kind of dumb and Man, they're hilarious. Are they? They they overrule Pam's stupid prank and then they have a whoop they ask Michael for a whoopee cushion at <laughs> yeah. the at the wedding. They That's make true. they they make a funny speech and they say, "Hopefully you have a very nice body. Hopefully it'll make our wives get a little more into gear. A little mo cardio." Like they're funny yeah, okay. guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I'd say mediocre Thomas. for Jim's brothers for sure. They're they're funny guys. They're they're just here for a good time, you know. And that leaves us with PP, I mean CC and Philip Halpert. Uh CC uh this feels kind of weird to be judging CC Halpert, but CC and Philip just put in 
uh, lame, I guess. Yeah. CC. I mean, the only moment with CC that's funny is when um, she says no to doing the drawings <laughs> when Jim is trying to yeah. convince everyone that he was on um, jury duty. But other than that, CC and Philip are probably going to turn out to be terrible kids because Pam is their mom. Anyway, that yeah, leaves no, us with well, final Jim. Jim Halper obviously belongs in the elite category. Yeah. He's just a main character who's funny, who makes the show. Um, you know, he's not as funny as Dwight, I would say. But he's just an important character. He's so, just, he's got a very, very different personality. And honestly, Jim and Dwight's relationship, the two of them, is hilarious. They make, I think that's like one of the biggest parts of the show. Jim and Dwight's relationship and their pranks. Mm-hmm. And how they are actually like really close friends by the end of it. And... It's just constantly making Best you mensch. Laugh. Bestest mensch. Bestest mensch. Perfectenschlag. Well, he doesn't actually become his bestest mensch because, because he can't be older. Not older. So Michael is there for his bestest mensch. But um, yeah. Jim Halpert. So in the elite column, we have Dwight, Michael Scott, Nate, Andy, Ryan Howard, and Jim. No girls in the elite yet. <laughs> uh, upper yet. class. I've got one for the upper, for elite, though. Okay, okay. Um, upper class, we have Stanley. David Wallace, Meredith, Todd Packer, Oscar, Kelly, and Clark. In solid, we have Robert California. We have Craig. We have Karen, Joe Bennett, Hunter, Meredith. Oh, no, that's not Meredith. It's, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Hidetoshi Hasegawa. Hidetoshi Hasegawa, uh, Roy, and Pete. And Joe Bennett. And Joe Bennett, yes. In mediocre, this is a big category. So mediocre people in the office. We got... Elizabeth, Elizabeth the Stripper, Charles Minor, Danny Gordray, Ben Nugent, Lauren, Troy, Jerry, Madge, Pudge, Jerry, <laughs> Walter Jr., Sadiq, Jordan, Stephanie, Pete, Halpert, and uh, I, it, lo- it literally looks like I wrote Thanos Halpert, but it's, Thanos Halpert. it is Thomas Halpert. Thomas Halpert. In lame, we have Ed Truck, AJ, Daryl, Kelly. Or no, sorry, Nelly, uh, Dan, Danny Cord, no, Danny, Dan G, Dan Gore, Dan Gore, Buffalo. right, right. We have Philip, Michael from the warehouse. We have Glenn from the warehouse. Ellen Bernard, Devin who gets fired, uh, Rolando, Katie, <laughs> and Mister and Mrs. Halpert, as well as Cece and Philip Halpert. <laughs> Just lame. in garbage. We have Josh Porter, Ronnie, Lonnie, Tony, Kathy, Lauren K, Kenny, Matt, Kendall, and Frank. And lastly, in scum, we have Walter Bernard, Toby, Val, and obviously Pam. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next episode when we go over the. We'll probably get another another half. Well, this we're, will probably be four parts. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do seventy five seventy five percent of the characters. Um, <laughs> And we're going to see who makes it in elite, upper-class, solid, mediocre, lame, garbage, and scum. Thanks for tuning in to Pretzel Day. We'll see you next time. See you next time, guys. 364 days till the next Pretzel Day. I'm a man, a man without conviction. You come and go. You come and go. Come, 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 chameleon. You come and go.